uh, click count of four, okay? Yeah, how are we going to count it in? We're going to go. Are you going to? Um, will we start singing on four, or you, do you? It'll be a, it'll be a one, two, three, four in the form of finger click. So start again on the say about the click. Uh, it's going to be uh, one, two, three, four. Then we'll go, but it'll be finger clicks will be the count. Let's just do an example then. So do, do a click, and I'll... yeah, because none of this will go in. This won't go in. Any other biz? No, oh, I got that wrong. So the clicks will be the count of four. Any other business? I'll demonstrate. Okay, you're right. Any other business? Can I just a bit of advice there? Mm. Just constructive criticism. I think you click in uh, a lot quicker than the actual song when it comes out. You, you uh, demonstrate. Any other business? Any other business? You've got a loud click. It's a loud click, isn't it? Yeah. Give your click a go. Mine's quite a sweaty one. You've had a hell of a day, though, haven't you? I have a day. <laughs> oh, count us in, Richie. Here we go. Okay. Any, Any other business? I'll <laughs> <laughs> tell you what. Let's just do it without a click. Okay. Any other business? Any other business? Business, business. Any other business? Bring us your business. Any other business? It's on. Hey. Oh, hey. Welcome. Welcome to our special Friday podcast, what we record especially for you. And Rich, you've got, your hair is dishevelled today. I see you've got a dishevelled look about you in, in a, I mean that in the nicest possible yeah, way. Yeah, no, no, no. You've I've, had a day, haven't you? I've a had day. a day, I've had a day, uh, I, uh, you know, for, for, for reasons you don't need to know. You don't need to know, get involved in any of that. Uh, but I uh, arrived in the building, uh, let me see, uh, three hours earlier than I needed to and certainly wasn't planning to. Yeah. Uh, so as a result, you've noticed the hair's a little bit uh, dishevelled today. Haven't put any product in. There's no product at all in there, no. is there? I think I'm going to put some product in ahead of four o'clock. I just feel like I should be ship-shaped for the show. I know no one can see us, but... Uh, but still. For the all-request uh, Home Time jukebox today, I will have some product in. I like the fact that your hair goes a bit like mine if I don't put product in it. You have a look at Steve Cram. Remember Steve Cram's hair? <laughs> yes! Or or uh, a more modern-day reference, but it's still a bit niche, yeah. Charlie State, who does BBC Breakfast News on Thursday, Friday and Saturday. Oh, I've never seen him. He's, uh, yeah, he's kind of like Buffon. Kind of Buffon, duck's backside at the front. <laughs> That's it, yeah. What product, product do you normally put in? Do you stick a bit of uh, that wet-look gel that you can get from a 24-hour garage? No, I don't. Um, You've got your bag? He's got his product with him. get it out of the bag right now. I wonder uh, what it is. Is it a tube? Is it, uh, is it m- like a moulding wax? There's a lot in here today. Brill cream. My granddad used to use brill cream. Do people even use brill cream anymore? Is that still a, a thing? I'd love it if, if it was. Brill cream, spats and a flick knife. That was a night out in the 1940s, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> even, you can't even find this product. Got it. Uh, it's, uh, this is what I use. What is it? What is that stuff? Uh, this is uh, got to be. Uh, this is not a paid promotion. I believe this is uh, Schwarzkopf. Oh, let's have a little look. Yeah, have a look at that. Looks a little bit like Sudacrem. Yes, I which you use on a baby's backside. Put that on my daughter's backside this morning. Mm. Smells good, though, doesn't it? Oh, it smells like a freshly washed t- train station lavatory. Yeah, so if you ever enjoy any of our uh, social videos uh, that you he- uh, see of uh, Bush and I in the studio during the home time show and think, I like Richie's hair. It's been uh, styled by Schwarzkopf 
got to be. There you go. Maybe you're looking at a video of Richie absolutely baffling Chris Pratt and Elizabeth Banks about toothbrushes. And you think, well, who's he get his hair done by? Schwarzkopf. I did feel at the end of the Chris Pratt interview uh, that he wanted to come and ask me about my hair. But it was getting rushed off by their people. Yeah, Elizabeth wanted to wrap it up and move on. I think she wanted to wrap it up from the very start of the interview, to be honest. (laughs) That's an entirely different thing. Um, Something I want to just uh, bring up uh, at the start of today's Any Other Business, although it's probably not the start anymore. I reckon we're a good four minutes in. Um, Yesterday's show, uh, I was besmirched somewhat when I tried to tell you uh, about... (laughs) (laughs) I've just seen it on your computer. (laughs) Yeah, it's here. I knew this was going to come back. Yeah, of course it is. Uh, I was talking about how Rod Stewart had uh, such a good football pitch in the back of his garden uh, that both Celtic and the Scottish national team uh, used it when they played matches in London. Let, let me just explain, give some context to this. Again, how, how long have we been doing this show together now? Uh, since September, so a good few months. This is a new venture. Uh, we're getting to know each other on a daily basis and stuff. We've known each other for a long time, mm. like years, broadcasting-wise, but we've never done a show with each other up until this point. Uh, and I'm starting to learn the the uh, the different sides of Richie, uh, and I'm classifying them in my mind as we go. There are two types of Richie fact. There's a, a proper Richie fact, which is tried and tested. He knows this stuff. But there's a second tier of Richie fact that I would describe as like an overreach, where it's kind of <laughs> slightly... You've heard it. It's slightly based on truth, but you can't 100% take it as gospel. But you try and sell it as... If it is actually gospel, <laughs> it's only when you get picked up by the listeners that it might not be true. I this flagged up to me on the show as an overreach fact from Fur. <laughs> however, however, it turns out that in 2005, Celtic coming down to play Fulham uh, discovered that the training pitches that they had got lined up weren't weren't available, uh, so they used the back garden of Rod Stewart and his uh, and his manor. Uh, out in uh, Epping, and yeah, Celtic trained in Rod Stewart's back garden. Oh my God, sorry, do you mean in England? Yes. I thought this was, he was the only pitch in America, because he's got a house in America with... Uh, no. In England? In Epping, England, end of the central line. Wow, yes. so that, that means that they are really, really good, because there's quite a few football pitches and places to train in England, I guess. Yes, yeah, you could contact other football clubs. Because I thought he, no. he was kind of making, the, you know, he was the only one because it's America, and they'd always no. have, like, gridiron. Rod Stewart's wow. back garden in Epping is so good a football pitch that Celtic used it for a match against Fulham. It's a shame that this podcast is going to be called Any Other Business because Rod Stewart's Back Garden would have been a fantastic <laughs> title, wouldn't it? <laughs> fantastic title. Uh, one other thing we just want to say on this podcast, uh, on behalf of Richie and myself and producer Adam, stroke Adem, depends which day you call into the show, uh, is we are so chuffed about the photos we're getting back in, whether it's via at Absolute Radio or at Richie Firth or at Bush on the radio, uh, people who are sending photos of their British Transport Social Police badges. Welcome are, to the force. There are many words that come to mind. Pride's one. Pride is one. Uh, I think pride is probably the main one, actually. I know I said many, but I'm going to stick with pride because this is a task force that we set up um, to try and police public transport for the social crimes. Not the actual crimes that the British Transport Police look after, but the more anti-social ones that bother us every day. Like the, the annoying lady even last night on the train who plonked herself uh, down next to me making the entire chair flap upwards <laughs> and then proceeded to have the loudest conversation I've ever heard in my entire life. 
uh, next to me. If I had had my badge with me, I'd have been able to tuck, roll my eyes and move mm. and feel like I've done something about it. I do think as well that we need some kind of roll call. You know, if you watch any uh, real-life fly-on-the-wall documentary about, say, an American police force or squad, or even Police Academy, the movie, there's always a roll call where you and yeah. I salute and the new officers go past. That would be good. The that class would be of 19, 19... What year is it? 19... 19. 2019. Yeah. It doesn't... The class of... The class of 2019? See, the class of 92 sounds brilliant, the Man United documentary. The class of 19. This is where I think it's been a mistake going with the whole 20 prefix. I yeah. think 2019 yeah. sounds far grander as a year. 100%. The class of 2019. 2020, next year, that's all right. We're the fine, class of then. 2020. But up until that point... Look, we'll work on the title of the DVD <laughs> at a later point. But either way, uh, if you've sent in a photo, wear your badge of pride, we appreciate it. But if you want to win one, A, listen to the show, B, listen to the podcast, or C, uh, make yourself known to us, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. See it, take it, tweet it. One other thing I just wanted to mention. I don't know if you've seen my uh, tweets today. I, I was over the moon on the way back from work last night to notice that in the Londis down the end of our road, they had a bargain table of stuff that was like knockoff, three-quarters price. They were trying to get rid of it, slash and burn. Okay? Fantastic. What what have we got? What have we got? Table on there, and it was just a load of old tut on there, basically, like Bisto that was like literally about four days before it goes out of date. Um, some jam roly-polies, all this kind of stuff. Some Liverpool... Football club air fresheners, <laughs> which I was over the moon with. Londis sell those. Yeah, they had Liverpool. This is in the middle of Essex. Wow. Liverpool football club club logo air fresheners. That's amazing. Which is unbelievable. So, yeah. obviously, I take a photo of it. The thing that people have been getting back to me about uh, most, and there's nothing about Liverpool, are pink wafer biscuits that were on there. Do you remember pink wafer biscuits? I do remember the pink wafer biscuit. Um, what do you think is the best use or the best best time to eat a pink wafer biscuit? Got to dunk it. It's dunking with the I would tea. have said dunking, They're yeah. kind of wafer type thing. They soak up the tea. Because I've always thought that the underused form of a Kit Kat is to dunk. Yeah, but you've got the chocolate drain off bit, which I don't like. I don't like getting chocolate. Are you yeah. being serious? The, the heat of the tea warms the Kit Kat. Melts onto your hands. But I hate getting stuff in my hands. It's it's all about how quickly you leave it in there. That's a good point. That's a good point. You but know, again, quick it's, in and out. It's knife and forkism. It's me religion, isn't it, Richard? Mm. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, but you would. I know knife and fork. I respect your religion. Thank you very much. Okay, but you would still eat a Kit Kat conventionally in your mouth without a knife and fork, wouldn't you? I would do. But if I was then upgrading to dunking, I would have to think of an implement. Would you really? Tongs. Because sure, I, I don't want to press this too far, but. Uh-huh. If you're holding the Kit Kat in a conventional way, all right, and you're about to put it in your mouth, yeah. but you think, no, I'm not going to put it in my mouth, I'm going to divert it via this cup of tea, yeah. as long as you don't get your fingers anywhere near the tea, yeah. the part of the Kit Kat that you're fingering will right. remain yes. in its initial presence. But this is the problem. I end up getting a lot of stick off my other half, Katie. She always says to me, uh, eat that in more than one mouthful please, because, like, I'm a kid. Mm. But I try and eat chocolates as quickly as I can because I can't stand getting chocolate on my fingers. So mm. any time spent dilly-dallying, whether it's dunking, chatting, breaking it in half or whatever, that's chocolate on finger terror territory. Do you know what I mean? Yep. And I, and I don't want to deal with that. How would you have stood with me eating a lasagna today with uh, my hands? I, would, I couldn't have watched it. <laughs> I could not have watched it. 
I qualify that by that it was a reheated lasagna. Just how bad has your day been today? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> we don't want to go back into that. Uh, one other thing, one final thing about the pink wafer biscuit, and this is why it was interesting that they were it was on the table because it took me back. A lad in our year at school, I can't remember what his actual name was, he had to go to hospital because he was at a party. This is when he was like nine or ten, and someone threw a pink wafer biscuit, lugged it like he did back in the day, mm. went in his eye. <laughs> He had to go to hospital. Pink wafer biscuit in the eye. And they're quite sharp-cornered, those things as well, aren't they? They are, yeah. So, uh, this, is, this is not oh. a phone topic, because this is a podcast. But if anyone has been injured by an item of food, I'd love to hear from them. <laughs> Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Sowing the seeds for next week. Now, finally, uh, a slight difference for Friday's podcast. Normally, any other business is not representative of the radio show that transmits between four and seven on a Friday evening on Absolute Radio. That's because it's all requests. Who'd want to hear that? Who wants to hear that? However, this week we have been running the Share or Steal competition in association with Paddy Power, and we reach a culmination tonight, an exciting culmination. That's right. It's our final competition. Uh, We don't know how this is going to go, so obviously this bit's recorded before the competition, which will be live on the show a bit later on, but I say uh, that we stand on the very precipice of looking into the the dark black heart of the human condition, don't we? We do, we do. Uh, The options for our contestants, two contestants who build up the money pot themselves, the options have been to share or to steal. If both of them share, they obviously share equally the money that they've won. Which is fair enough because they both work for it. Exactly. If one shares and one decides to steal, the person who steals takes all the money. The person who shared the nicer concept in life goes with nothing. If they both go steal... Greedy what's it? Yep. Then neither of them go away with any money. Here's the thing that's going to change today. Obviously, because there's been some incidents earlier in the week, there's money left sloshing around. We're able today to bump up the prize fund to a to potential. Yep. P- to potential. That is a p- p- to potential. Five million pounds. Five thousand. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yes, oh. Richie, that's an amazing thing. Thank you so much. Where do we get that budget from? <laughs> Five. Any shortfall be made up by Richie Firth himself. <laughs> Five. £1,000. £5,000. Yeah, I know. So, look, I mean, the most has been two grand, which is still a brilliant amount of money, but to lose two grand or have it taken from you is bad. Mm. Five grand. This is going to cause, this is going to cause World War Three, isn't it? And on a Friday into the weekend, all weekend you'd be walking around, you might be suddenly going into a McColl's news agent Saturday afternoon and then suddenly think... Damn it, that five grand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I'm hoping that people have heard some of this ill behaviour during the course of the week and are thinking, look, us humans, we can get along. Maybe they are going to get along today. Mm. But let's find out this. And again, Richie and I don't know this. This is what happened. Right, let's get down to business. All this week, we've given you the chance to win up to £2,000 thanks to Paddy Power's Rewards Club. They know people don't join them out of loyalty. They join them for their rewards. And as today is the last time we're doing this, and to up the tempo and the, the tension, we've upped the money to a massive £5,000. <laughs> Scooby-Doo this time. He's back, yeah. We're looking for complete strangers to join forces and work together as a team. That's right, we've got five questions, each this time worth £1,000. Working together, two callers will build up the prize fund, and then things get interesting. They must decide if they're going to stay loyal and share the money or steal the money for themselves. So you're familiar with the three outcomes that could happen. Both listeners say share, and they split their winnings equally. That has not happened yet. Nope. 
One listener says share and the other says steal. The stealer then takes all the money won for themselves, leaving their helpful partner with nothing. Both listeners say steal and all their hard work has gone to waste and they both walk away with nothing. Let's meet our players for tonight. Hello, Neil. Hello there. Neil, are you a loyal person? I like to think so. Okay, and where are you calling from? What part of the world are you from? Uh, Paul and Dorset. A lovely part of lovely the world. Place. I know it very well. Uh, right, you are up against. We're not. You're not up against. You're not up against because you're playing together to put this money together. Working in tandem with. On the other end of the tandem bike is Joanne. Hello. Joanne, are you loyal? I am very loyal. Yes. Oh, where are you calling from? Not Paul. I'm from. No, uh, I love Paul. Um, Newport in South Wales. Ah, oh, people in oh. Wales, lovely people as well. Good luck to Newport yeah. in the Cup against City. Yay! There you the go. <laughs> right, we're going to ask you five questions, each worth a thousand pounds. Discuss what you think the answer is and build up your prize kitty. It is a lot of money, so do confer. You know the rules. We're going to play. Okay. Good luck. You two ready? Okay, thank you. Okay, question number one. The Woolpack is a pub in which TV soap? Emmerdale. Absolutely right. £1,000 in the bag. Uh, Right, question two. James Earl Jones voiced which character in Star Wars? Any idea, Neil? Darth Vader. Darth Darth Vader. Vader. Well Well done, done. Newport. £2,000. Question number three. Listen carefully to this. England, Scotland, Ireland, Wales and France are all countries in the Rugby Six Nations. But which country have you not named? Italy. Italy. Oh, straight straight in there. £3,000 in the bank. They like their rugby in pool. (laughs) Achtung Baby is an album uh, by which band? I'll read that again because I made a mess of it first time. (laughs) Achtung Baby is an album by which band? Achtung Baby. Achtung Baby, yes. JLF, no idea. (laughs) JLF. Uh, Are you happy with that as an answer, Neil? Because you confer together. (laughs) Um, Neil, give something else. (laughs) uh, You too. You're absolutely right. (laughs) It's correct. He's got it. Neil, well done. Good lad. (laughs) Final question. Which team currently sits at the bottom of the English Premier League? Oh, yeah. Come on. Go on, Neil, what do you reckon? Huddersfield. Huddersfield. You're right. £1,000 there. My maths says it's the full £5,000 in the kitty. Wow, this is huge, Richie. This is the real (laughs) test. Off air, we have asked you both how loyal you are and if you'd like to share or steal your winnings. Here is what you've both said. Neil, are you going to share or steal? Share. Joanne, are you going to share or steal? I'm going to share. Yes! yes! <laughs> well done, the pair of you. Well done, Neil, well done. Restore my faith in people. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> Neil, ha- Neil, how were you feeling when there was a huge delay from Joanne about what she was going to do? I think I lost half a stone. <laughs> <laughs> to confirm, that is two and a half thousand. I'm just looking oh, at his, yes. It's two and a half thousand pounds each. Thank you very much. Neil, what Thank are you going to do with your money? Let's start with you. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Just, just be frivolous. Be frivolous. <laughs> Live a life more frivolous than Joanne. What about you? 
Well, we booked for Vegas in November, so we'll pay the rest of that off, and we've got some household bits and bobs to do, so excellent. Thank you so much. Hey, absolutely loving your work. That is superb. What a fantastic oh. end, hey? Brilliant. Oh Thanks, Joanne. Thanks, Joanne. Well done, <laughs> yeah, both of you. you. Fantastic. Uh, right, visit paddypower.com to find out about their rewards club. This is for 18+, plus, and please remember to gamble responsibly. Visit gambleaware.org. Uh, I am now off to go and listen to JLS's great album, <laughs> Acting Baby. <laughs> I love it. Any other business. Business, business. Any other business. Yeah. yeah. Any other business. Business, business. Any other business. It's back next week. Any other business. This is the last time round. Any other business. Biz, 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 business. Any other business, 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 any other business, business.